Good morning, everybody. I hope you guys are having a fantastic day. Welcome to another episode of The Daily Dose. It is sponsored by GrassStore.com. Cannabis delivery made simple at your door in 45 minutes or less. Save 40% on your first purchase if you use the code DAILY at checkout. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how Elon Musk is making waves in the news once again. He sure knows how to push media's buttons. Um, And it is certainly pissing off a lot of people. If you're wondering what he may have just recently tweeted, this is nothing about him buying out Twitter, but rather uh, for the, I think for the first time, maybe openly admitting that psychedelics are vastly more effective than what you would get prescribed. And, um, you know, the internet has a lot to say about that. As you can see here, Elon Musk tweet excites psychedelic CEOs. What could he have said that would excite anybody. Why Elon Musk, while Butrin tweet, worries experts. And it goes on and on, as you can see here. Well, we've all known for many years, as many people are speaking out about their positive experiences with psychedelics for depression and PTSD and various other things. There's ketamine labs popping up, um, psilocybin treatment and therapies. Uh, All of these things are proving to be useful and there's data to back it up. Could Elon Musk be right? Before we dive into that, let's see exactly what he said and what the internet is saying about it as well. So recently, Elon Musk slammed for saying the antidepressant Wellbutrin is way worse than Adderall and should be taken off the market. That's some pretty serious words, some fighting words. He was hit with a pushback According to Business Insider, what you know, what was the pushback? Elon Musk was hit with pushback after tweeting on Friday that the antidepressant Wellbutrin is way worse than Adderall, should be taken off the market. Upend on the effectiveness of psychedelics and other plant-based substances as treatment for mental health-related issues. His tweet followed up with, I've talked to many more people who were helped by psychedelics and ketamine than SSRIs and amphetamines. Those are some very strong words. Um, It sounds like opinion too. a lot of people he has spoken to. I don't know why the media is uh, in a frenzy about this. This man can move markets in less than a day because of a tweet. His influence spans the globe. His words shock millions of people. And uh, I want to say instill fear in very powerful people across the globe because um, I think For the first time, people, especially influential and powerful people, acknowledge that um, Musk can be a very serious disruption to any business model out there. Um, In his own right, a true genius that has obviously uh, been demonstrated from the many things that he has done. Could he be right? Well, there's some data that we can uh, fall back on here. Now, many of you know that psychedelics have been used for a long time and by many many people myself included so psychedelics can change humanity for the better it's time to unlock their power according to rick doblin study uh the study of psychedelics the organization i work for the multidisciplinary association for psychedelic studies has been researching mdma since 1992 incredible a lot of years. In May 2021, Nature Medicine published the results of the most advanced trial of psychedelic therapy to date. 
What did they find? In our phase three trial of MDMA-assisted therapy for PTSD, 88% of participants who, who received MDMA in conjunction with trauma-focused therapy experienced a clinically significant reduction in symptoms. Well, that is a pretty significant uh, number there, 88% of participants. Um, that leaves 12%. It's a, it's a low percentage, and it depends on how big the test group was, but it's helping, and the science is showing that it helps. You know, the question is, is why is Elon Musk getting such pushback on such an opinion when uh, we all know that uh, the industry is for profit, and there's more information on that towards um, the end of this video and podcast episode. There, you know, there is clear evidence that we live in a sick care society that is profit motivated, highly profit motivated. And um, when someone like Elon Musk comes out, who's a billionaire in his own right, uh, self-made, uh, using his uh, using his many talents, uh, people pay attention. And it sounds like it's pissing off a lot of people, rightfully so, I guess. There's going to be a lot of powerful people who make money off of sick people. Um, and the healthcare system or sick care system really preys on these people long term. You know, you need, you need customers to come back, right? Well, that's how it works. In any case, um, it's, it's really hard to know how we should be treating people's opinions on Twitter, um, though Musk is very influential um, for him to get so much uh, heat for a simple tweet and opinion that he has uh, should scare everybody. I think, you know, what, what world are we living in that we cannot share opinions without getting a lot of media coverage, maybe because he's already quite popular in the media uh, people uh, publications like to cover him because it's a, you know, it's a um, household name now, and because he's very controversial, right? He does things um, in a different way, in the way, in the ways that he finds the most efficiency. Uh, hence, why he's been very successful in the things that he does, everything that he touches virtually. Well, let's continue on with the um, the, uh, the psychedelic treatment therapy data that we have as we continue. 67% of those very same participants no longer met criteria for PTSD diagnosis, meaning that it helped that much that they weren't exhibiting some of the symptoms um, that would, uh, I want to say, under the legal term, it would diagnose them as having PTSD. That's 67% is quite high. So legal ketamine clinics, which pair therapy with the drug, can play a key role in maximizing the benefits and reducing the risks of the psychedelic experience. Psilocybin-assisted therapy is a breakthrough therapy for depression, and I have used this before. It's been very effective for me uh, for a great many years. That's why I continue to use it. Um, and a lot of what people describe is very much like what I've experienced, even with the data and uh, the research uh, is showing I can relate to based on my own experiences.
In fact, four separate systematic reviews have been published this year, highlighting the potential of psychedelic assisted therapies for those conditions and more. Over the last five years, medicinal psychedelics have made incredible strides in the face of strict regulations and stigma. You know, the type of stigma that um, makes it impossible for people to have an open conversation, like the stigma around cannabis for nearly a century. Uh, and here we are now uh, discovering the many, many uses and medical applications for this plant. But for a century, we, were never, we weren't even allowed to talk about it. We weren't allowed to consider it as medicine. So what changed? And, you know, what caused the stigmatization of cannabis so long ago? As we continue, roughly two-thirds of U.S. veterans suffering from PTSD have reported dissatisfaction with current treatments. Two-thirds of Americans with depression don't even bother with treatment because uh, common medications are largely ineffective. Sometimes they can take uh, a week or a month to kick in, if they do at all. Uh, but it does get worse from there. Antidepressants like uh, Trintilix come with a warning for suicidal thoughts and actions. But it's not the only one. I've seen many others that have that too. So, so do Zoloft and Xanax, both addictive medications. These treatments are meant to ease depression and anxiety, not exasperate them. But in reality, multinational pharmaceutical companies appear to have abandoned forward movement on mental health treatments altogether. And that's fascinating to me because, um, you know, as I continue to re read on, it will be clear to you why they kind of gave up on that. Let's continue on with what some of this um, pharmaceutical uh, data that we have here as to why they stopped um, looking at alternative solutions, why they stopped developing, you know, new options for this specific area of care. So by 2019, the worldwide sales of the antidepressant market leaders will be half that achieved in 2004. They're also controversial and expensive to research. Some of the bigger industry players decided it was easier to make money in oncology or diabetes. And so they weren't investing at all, says Harry Tracy. Why would they choose not to invest in proven psychedelic therapeutic medicines? The reason is that big pharma has little actual interest in curing people. Hard to believe, right? Well, no, not hard to believe. Look around you. Look at the opioid um, uh, issues that we have, this crisis that we have that's been ongoing for almost two decades, uh, silent for the most part, and now kind of creeping its head up and people are seeing that it's a real fucking problem. Uh, you know, look around at your family members who might be part of that system and what they're being prescribed and for what. Um, it's been all around us. It's been very visible. And the reasons are, I feel, quite obvious. Why do they not even care about exploring these options? Well, the simple answer is that there's no money in it for them. A minimal dosage, long-term effective treatment model for mental health disorders would mean losing the cornerstone of their businesses, returning customers, all about the bottom line. Huge pharmaceutical corporations rely on sick people remaining sick to their own detriment. And that's where we have sick care, not health care. So is it true? Is it true? I would say that from my experience, I can 100% say absolutely. It does do wonders 
and um, I'll always be an advocate for uh, people's well-being, mind, body, and spirit, giving you the tools or the options, at least, to explore whatever you want. In a nutshell, what I have experienced is actually written right here, believe it or not, as surprising as it may seem. And this was written in uh, 2021. Psychedelics may reset the brain by altering neurotransmitter levels, induce a new perspective on life by causing a person to have a mystical experience or teach a person a new way of thinking. Some research also suggests that these psychedelics increase suggestibility, making a person more open to ideas discussed in therapy. I feel like that really sums it up for me. That's exactly what I experienced. I wouldn't call it a mystical experience, but it was a very beautiful experience, a, a, a warm connection with all things that are alive, feeling, um, feeling a, a type of calm I've never experienced in my life. And it's long lasting. And that's what every single person experiences uh, through these um, through these clinical trials. And that's what we're that's the data we're getting back from it. So could Elon must be right? I mean, it was just his opinion, but I say yes. From my experience, it's absolutely true and it does work. Have you experienced something similar on psychedelics? Leave them down below. Have you experienced anything with uh, prescribed medications that you would uh, consider to be um, honestly? not very pleasant, something that uh, is um, worse than what you were trying to cure or at least treat. I'll catch you guys on the next one.